Each week we listen to an album, here's all of mine Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or face each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is Earbuds! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Earbuds. If you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much. Please like and subscribe and comment down below. Tell us everything you're thinking about. We want to know, we really do. Good or bad, good or bad. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, but you think that's your only option, no, no, no. Find us on all podcast platforms and follow us there. You can download the audio only episodes and listen to them on your way to freaking work, baby. Oh my God. This is Earbuds. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Earbuds. My name is Landon, and this is my best friend in the whole wide world, uh, Joey. Joey. And we, every week, come together. Well, and then we, and then we get together to do this show. show. And we bring each other. We have different tastes in music. I like some stuff. Joey likes some other stuff. Somewhere we meet in the middle, but also we create a beautiful butt cheek of Venn diagram where mm-hmm. we have two separate ones that do squeeze together in the middle and are kind of fused at the. They crack. squeeze so much that they inter they they kind of yeah. there's a portal there a wormhole, a wormhole a wormhole so and a buttle. And that's where what's the show's all about is two buddies talking about their music, and uh, every week one of us brings something to the table. This week Joey brought me something to our table here. Hello. Sorry, that was loud. Well, let's get into it. Go ahead. Last week, you brought us Paramore's After Laughter. That's right. And that led in my little dinky brain to look at my list. And I said, who sings on one of these songs that we both think shouldn't be on the album? A man whose name starts with two of the same letter. Aaron. Two A's. Oh. <laughs> uh, kind of like our Venn diagram. Kind of like our Dvark. <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. So I picked, I said, but I like me without you. And they're on my, I was going to bring them to you anyway. So I said, what better time than now? What better time than here? So I picked their, maybe their biggest album in terms of everyone saying, oh, I oh. see what they're doing. Now, when we picked this album, I talked about it last week, but I did not have it on vinyl but i was planning on getting it since they repressed them since they did break up right i did not get it in the mail yet because someone that was in the band was on vacation according to the notice i got (laughs) so i asked i asked my 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 brother and my sister-in-law because i i know they're one of her favorite bands so i said do you have this perchance and she said my brother bought me this because one of his favorite bands we did their yes podcast which did not come out. And then we put it out on our feed. But it's his, I think his favorite band. Wow. And one of her favorite bands, she's got a tattoo of them. So she said, yes, I've got their album. So I got them to take a picture with it. And we'll just put that right there. Perfect. So. Could I see? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, that looks nice. So he got a copy of that somehow. They're, they're kind of pricey. Um so I said, just take a picture with it. Is that the repress? That's the that's like an original. Oh. He's got some rare. He's got a bunch. He's got multiple copies of several of their albums. I Your think brother? She, no, no, no. Her, her, her brother. brother. So your sister in law's brother. My sister in law's brother. So what does that make him to you? 
Um, Somebody that I used to know. So they got that album. That's awesome. And then because we didn't record last week, my album showed up. <laughs> so that'll go right here. Yes. Did you get the black audio file version? No, 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 no. You I got, got a fun color. I got the fun swirl, the galaxy color. That's awesome. Um, then I saw the other colors and I said, kind of want those. Because someone posted a picture like three hours or at this point, five hours ago mm-hmm. online, they posted that they got all three. And I was like, they look cool. Mine looks cool too. Of I'm course. not mad. And then I picked up their very first press, their very first release on cassette too. They put out their first yeah. little. So I got, I got some good stuff. I'm, I'm happy. I'm walking on air. Hey, we're happy for you. Buddy. Um, so that's my story. Oh, how did I get into them? I don't. So this album came out. 2006 so i was why don't we introduce the album for everyone the album is me without you brother coma sister brother sister brother sister kind of like a joke i made in another episode of a show we did (laughs) that landon really liked um this album yes so this came out 17 years ago so 13 which is crazy 17 years yeah 2006 yeah it just seems wrong yeah know? to say well because then i was like it okay 2006 i've listened to it for a while they've had some other then when i thought about that because i try to think we try to think about when we first got They're into like, a band squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. <laughs> this was the album that i got into them with because i was 13 stop saying you oh, play their first stuff go back no, to their stuff stop no, no. saying that to us on everything we post <laughs> uh, this they've got some great stuff their last album that uh. they put out to has some of the best stuff they've ever they ever put out. I was listening wow. to a song today that just I had goosebumps the whole way here. Wow. It's a long song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this was the album that I kind of found them through their sort of, you know, like a post hardcore sort of band. I think at the time I was probably listening to some some harder metal stuff like Under Oath in the I guess if we're talking about in the sphere of religious music Mm. you know finding we're in there we're in that sphere we're in that sphere with this so i'm trying to think of things i was listening to that i was trying to pull in there's probably under oath norma jean me without you kind of fit in there because they're they're sort of heavy as they as they got older they expanded their oeuvre to be a little more diversive but uh their portfolio diversified but with their earlier stuff it was a little a little heavier and people were talking about them and i don't know i i got to see them a couple years after that i think but i don't remember exactly how it happened it was just one of those band you know you're finding it just music. becomes yeah nice and blue part two i think was the maybe the single at that time or something something happened and i liked what i heard Great. and i went from there mm-hmm you ever heard of them i heard of them i've heard about them my whole ever since i was 13 no probably well probably i mean i just i knew it it was me without you said in the same breath as those bands that you just mentioned yeah and i knew those were not necessarily for me Mm -hmm. so i didn't listen to them i never gave them a chance so this is a perfect time to give them a chance in my opinion that's what the show's for. That's what it's all you about. Might not like it, but Are you, you listen to it. Understanding yet? Do you get what the show is? Listen to the theme song. He a likes closer. stuff that sounds more like this. I like stuff that sounds more like that. But at the same time, we like it. We both like it. Ends up. 
I think this is one of the as I lean into maybe more because I would you say this is a little heavier than what I've brought before? Sort of. Yeah, but in a different way. Right. It's know? not it's not uh heavy music necessarily, but there is a heaviness to it. There's an intensity to it that I like. There's an intensity, sure. I yeah, it's it's always hard for me though too because I I hear this and you say post hardcore and I hear that a lot and I well even going back to like bad religion is like you you have an idea of what that might sound like right. and then you hear it and it's like well this is like rock pop music mm-hmm. that happens with a lot of even now I was playing them in the car the other day because I'm listening to it over and over again mm-hmm. and my girlfriend is. Like, who is this? She's like, well, I never gave him a chance, but yeah. I really like this. Yeah. It's because you hear about it or be, sometimes because of the religious connotation that people, she's like, I thought they were a religious band. And I said, well, I'm not going to get into this right now. Listen <laughs> to my podcast with my friend. In nine weeks. And then we drove in silence. <laughs> uh, but I brought this to you because they are also sort of in the same sphere as like Switchfoot. They both take cues from Kierkegaard. They talk mm. about there's, I mean, they run in the same circles, probably played some of the same festivals. They think in this album, in their thank yous, they have a lot of those bands that are sort of in that sure. sphere. You also talked about, um, you made up, you sort of made up your own quote about listening to music that has a religious <laughs> outlook to it. You took someone else's quote. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> About their mom dying, and you said, yeah. that's how I am with music about religion. <laughs> yeah, I did say something so like that. So you said that. something like that. Jonathan Lethem, one of my favorite authors. Yes. And uh, <laughs> said, said that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is one that has a little bit more to the lyrics than us listening and going, yeah, I like this song. Yeah. I mean, when, I start, when you start getting into music, especially like this at that age, I think it Obviously, it was the music that I cared about more, maybe. Yeah. Like, but the I, first thing you hear when you get brought into it is like, oh, I love this yeah. sound. But it do, it does appeal to the sort of sensibility of, like, a, a teen growing up mm-hmm. and being like, I'm, I'm smarter than what I'm given mm-hmm. right now by yeah. everyone else. So it's like huge concepts and like dense lyricism feels more even more important maybe at that time when yeah you're like everything else on the radio is about kith and boys i want to talk about vishnu and <laughs> and right off the bat they were unlike like this album on apple music is labeled as the the genre is christian and yeah. I heard they were a Christian band, and I would disagree with that because they're unlike. Well, and wouldn't they? Yes, they would. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time I, I, they were unlike any band I'd seen. I'd seen them play, yeah. and they drove around in this like old Greyhound bus, essentially that ran on like fryer Freaking oil, beet juice, beet juice, and yeah. and beets juice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They Some have the aesthetic drums. that I would referred to as granola sure they sort of look like granola they look like five guys not burgers and fries but five guys that work at like the co-op and then go out on the road to play their little song and dance music with their janglies and their trumpets (laughs) that are they all probably are bought from restore so 
one other thing about this, Ben, that's always just been in the back of my mind is growing up around that time, some of the older, cooler kids yeah. that it, it kind of was the reverse effect for me, I think, too, where it was like I was hearing about like, this is like the cool yeah. stuff. And for <laughs> me, it was kind of like, well, I don't really like you. Right. So if you're telling me it's cool, I kind of, it's like the, the, the counter to the counterculture mm-hmm. because this is definitely not like, this isn't what your freaking pastor would want you to listen right. to. It's going to make you think even harder about God. And you're like, well, but I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had the opposite where, I mean, I was listening, definitely finding more music that was, I don't know, not what other people I knew were listening to, but I don't know if I was getting that. So I was, I found this and I was like, this is different, but Mm -hmm. I didn't have the people that annoyed the shit out of me also saying, I love that. Yeah. And so like you're saying, there is sort of that almost like anything like people have with parents or something where it's like, well, that's your thing. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not going to like this thing that you're saying is cool. Right. Because then it makes me like you. And then you revisit it years later and you say, well, they were right all along. They were right. And listening to it now, I certainly get more out of it than I did then. I, and by the way, I'm not saying that. I'll save my feelings for later, but I just mean in general. Right. Yeah. He still hates it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never I never listened ever mm-hmm. until now. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about them as we get into the okay. into the music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much more can we say? I think That's they are a band it. that as we get more into this, we probably will have to look at some of their other albums. But I think as a cohesive, like, here's what the band is. It's got the more, I don't know, hardcore elements. There's this, there's the more experimental stuff. The album as a whole is sort of like a concept album. Every song flows into the next one. It's sort of that thing we've talked yeah. about. Of You have to listen. This isn't an album while they had singles. It's not an album that has singles. No, you can't. It's it's sort of. I don't think it, it. Yeah, I don't think you can divorce any of this from from the rest of it without taking away some of the uh, meaningful context, right? Right. And when you said you listened to a song that was your entire drive here, I, a joke I was going to make is, oh, you just listened to this album, right? Because that is kind of the feel of the album in a cool way. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'll give you that. Kind listener, <laughs> as a little tease. But uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. So this is the first song. Oh, and okay. But of course, as I was driving and I spilled my coffee, I realized I had made a messes of men. <laughs> oh. oh, shoot. It started raining. Oh, crap. Shoot. We better close the, the Zoom H6 that we record on. With our high-tech microphones. <laughs> Shut up. I do not exist. What? Faith exists. Failing in our separate ships from each tiny caravel. Tiring and trying. The necessary dime. Like the horseshoe crab in its proper season. Shed its shell. Such distance from our friends. Like a scratch across the land. Made everything look wrong from anywhere we stood. Our paper flew away before we'd left the bay. So half blind we wrote these songs on sheets of salty wood. Caught me making eyes the other boatman's wife. And heard me laughing louder at the jokes told by their daughters. I'd set my course for land, but you well understand. 
this point in the show understand that i'm not going to play the whole song no Landon's going to of a chance that their kids would get embarrassed when all the kids at school i'll talk about their parents and romeo jr has to say they're not together and, and jr will treat what is that <laughs> nothing what was that? <laughs> what do you get now buddy i'm just trying to get some of these liner notes out of here oh okay Whoa! Than <laughs> Bigger than a CD, smaller, smaller than, than a Wakewood. Just for my own sake, of I looking did, at some stuff. something I just got did that. I'm like, what? The, you can't you can't print them big. I, I I say that too, but also I can hold this. I can't. Yeah, it is hold impossible a, to... like a newspaper and read. <laughs> well, all this yeah, stuff. unless I'm on the toilet. <laughs> so yes, you've noticed that. They sort of there, and I think they sort of. Oh, they didn't really start this, but it is the talk singing. Yeah, I noticed that. Which <laughs> there have been some other bands that take that and run with it in a, a bit more. I don't mind when he does it. It all seems very um, genuine. Hey, to who I played that clip, and I do you want to know who that was? It's a little pipsqueak called Hobo Johnson. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of him. People, every once in, like every few months, I'll see a clip of him <laughs> and people making fun of him, uh-huh. which I kind of agree. But there is, there is, a, you know, I mean, what what do you want from people? You know, people hate on that, but millions of people like it. Same thing, I'm sure, you know, (laughs) for, I think it's cool. I think it's authentic. I think it's real. I think it feels cool. I would want to do it when I heard. But the water keeps rising. It's rising, everybody. Get into the water and hold each other's hands and lines and all smush our hearts together. We're going to leave these shores right now. Be everything we've never been. But but you got to swear to promise we'll never go. That's kind of the extreme. Yeah. But I do know, like, uh, uh, someone that I worked with went to band with, or, whoa, sorry, went to school with a band, band that I listened to oh. named La Dispute, and he kind of does that thing, and she had said to me, she's like, yeah, he was kind of like that around school, and we were all like, yeah, we get it, you listen to me without you. <laughs> like, they kind of pegged. But yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's cool, it's different. It is cool, and it is different. I just thought, as soon as this started, it, he, his voice even sounded like, yeah. The day when he's a man. Just kind of like the, Hamilton. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, just like kind of the uh, the emotionality of it. Yeah. And again, I think it might be a little put on by Mr. Hobo, but I don't know. Hey, people love it. I don't care one way or another. I just think it's funny that it does seem like I see people making fun of him a lot. Mm. But it. Again, it's one of those things where you're like, well, yeah, whatever you like, 
I don't I can make fun of that too. Where do you see the where do you see those clips? Just on like uh sorry, X mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that was just as soon as as soon as I heard that sort of similar vibe. Yeah. That's kind of the only uh is maybe as bad as it is to say. That's kind of the only point of reference I had for that. Like I've heard bands do it at festivals and stuff, but mm. bands I said, eh, pish posh. I, <laughs> you know, stuff that I don't necessarily want to listen to. So I walked past that tent. And I don't went think on it's my merry way. I don't think it's bad that that's your only point of reference. I can't name many bands that I listen to that have this sort of cadence. Well, all right. You know. Good. So, <laughs> and I think, I mean, did you end up, did you listen to any interviews with him or any Hobo Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, with Aaron. Yes. Aaron Weiss. Yes. Cause he, that's, that's him. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like it, it, the second you dive deeper into any of the sort of mythology behind them, mm-hmm. I say that because yes. it sounds cooler, yeah. but the the second you hear them talk or look at any of their sort of backstory you're like oh well yeah this all makes sense Mm -hmm. so and it's cool like i said as soon as it started i said oh that reminds me of that guy that i see a lot that hobo that hobo (laughs) i think his name's johnson (laughs) but the cool version yeah they're like you know there's i don't know and that might what he's doing might be genuine yeah but to me this this seems I don't know what people's problem with him are. Mm. It's I don't. So I'll stop talking about it. But that's just I just wanted to play that because I thought it was funny. That's what I thought of first. But yes, this feels genuine. The music is is a rollicking good time. Yeah, and uh, love those acoustic guitars when the full band comes in. Mm-hmm. Great drum sound, even for. I mean, sometime around this time, drums kind of sounded bad sometimes mm-hmm. when you look back at records you're like Ugh. it's either overproduced or like not enough but this is like the sweet sweet spot i love this drummer um it, live uh he's insane like it's he's going nuts yeah i watched a lot of video he's playing like, harder than yeah bands that play harder music like yeah. he's really into it i also I, he has tinnitus now i feel bad for him but it's like Hey, make, yeah, he, he, they've got, but it's like he plays so. It, it is that sort of. I love the drums on this record, mm-hmm. but like you're saying, I think it also goes to. They work with Brad Wood as the producer on this album, who's done some other bands that I like. That he, I think, he really likes that organic sort of live studio feeling. Yeah, and yes, the rain. He was. He did sing. In the rain for I I always thought it was like a recording, and then that was just played right mixed in. I didn't right. I didn't know he was outside recording that. That's what I read, which is cool. I saw I saw a photo of it, of so out, it's true. Standing outside. With oh the yeah, no, yeah, I saw that yeah. photo too. Yeah, and that's when I was like, so he's not getting electrocuted. Okay, I just I guess I don't know how that stuff works. I just like it's that kind of stuff that you're just like, God, I wish I had a band yeah where you're just like oh it's raining should we go run outside and do the vocals for mm-hmm. that one song and just let's just see Wouldn't that sound cool because it sets the tone for if not this if 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 not 
the whole record, right? Mm-hmm. At least the song. At least the song, but I think it does for the whole record of just like this is organic and so so much of the the thematic through line of the album is like God in nature, mm. that sort of thing. So it, yeah, it's a perfect sort of start to the album, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Great song. I think uh, the 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 lyrics of this one set up the tone. Also, I mean. You've got the story of the ships and, you know, leaving the shore with the rain. There's sort of the, this, this, it's setting up this atmosphere for the song. Mm-hmm. And I think this song, I'm, I can't get into the lyrics of all the songs because there's so much it's going on. He's so is, dense. He, him and his brother who plays guitar were, are Jewish. Mm-hmm. They were raised Muslim mm-hmm. and then their parents kind of switched to Sufi Hinduism and then they kind of have gone to Christian. He's also talked about how that's not really, that's sort of a box that you can put people in that they're sort of looking for easy answers. There's sort of this idea of throughout this band and even through them breaking up, I think he wrestled with the idea of words not being sufficient to deal with these like what we can do with words yeah. doesn't really <laughs> encapsulate what someone's feeling. I read an interview about that, and I, I mean it, and I watched an in, watched an interview about that, and it kind of seems like that's his most recent sort of uh, thing. Because now he, yeah. that he's like, I don't know, <laughs> which is cool because it's true, and we, he he speaks to it very eloquently in mm-hmm. the stuff I read. But I, one interview I watched. Some of the like most of the comments were like, "Love this guy, great interview, blah blah blah." Get a get a lapel mic, can't hear him, <laughs> stuff like that. And then once I got a little farther down, it was like people were like, "I he used to stand for something." People Shut were like, mad, "Like all of those words that I sang along to," and he's saying that they meant nothing now so wrong and it's like well you're not listening to what he's saying (laughs) right and also there are elements of but that's even through like their the the letter they put out when they announced their sort of we're breaking up Mm. their farewell tour thing it said like words in this situation as ever seem insufficient like yeah there there's this way but he he even talks about like Going back and listening to albums, he's like, it's interesting that I can hear a time capsule of myself 17 years ago and what I was thinking because I'm changing as a person. Right. But it's not like he's saying, even if he was, but he's not saying like, well, now I'm an atheist. Right. And all that stuff means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying, the more I think about it, the more I can't convey what I feel inside based on words. But I think that's why a lot of what he writes about, I think, are sort of these parables. Mm-hmm based on poetry and, you know, stories of like trying to find these metaphors for what's going on. Yeah. And this is, yeah, he kind of changed as he goes forward to, to other albums, but yeah, I'm interested to check out the, as with our show, I only listen to this album, but Mm -hmm. I will spoil a little something now that I'm excited to check out the more recent stuff Mm -hmm. post this sort of, reconsideration of of everything because i i read that some of the later stuff is less like this Mm -hmm. and more 
kind of I don't know, uh, more focused in a way, or less focused on this type of stuff. I don't know. I, I haven't heard it. I'm just going by. It. Yeah. Their next record after this is more folky, and it's more like focused on religion and like God specifically. It's all crazy. It's all false. That one's great. Um, it is a little bit more religious. That's like for stuff for me that I connect with. I can appreciate what he's saying on records like that, but some of it doesn't really mm-hmm. uh, connect with me. But then like 10 stories is sort of, there's a storyline throughout pale horses in their last record too. That one's incredible. It's, I don't know exactly what all the songs are about. Sure. But well, and that's fine too. I love that stuff. And like you said, I mean, their older stuff's good too. It's a little more raw. And I think if you, if you really like their stuff, and you want, you know, for people that want to explore. Mm. But I think, like you're saying, from this point on, they sort of figured out, I think, what they wanted to do. Well, um, and what I what I liked about the interview that I read with him is basically his thing about words having mm-hmm. not not being important or as important as maybe he once thought is like basically he said, I've I've read and written a million different things and I've thought about all these things but he came to a point in his life now that he needs to I think the quote was like put I need to put the pen down and Mm -hmm. pick the shovel up or something like that of like all of that is fine but there are it's impossible to describe what kind of what you already said it's impossible to actually describe the the world and and how we fit into it so it's it might just be better to like put the work in do the work to yourself and and then they asked him about like politics and this was around when trump was being elected and stuff and he was like i don't know (laughs) It, it was it's a very interesting interview but anyway it just with that context was like well yeah i mean it is impossible to describe the world especially when you're looking through it from a such a philosophical point of view that is also deeply entrenched in multiple religions right and like what all those mean that's what i find interesting is sort of like he believes in jesus and he's like i wouldn't call myself a christian i would say i'm striving to be a christian yeah but also like i study all these you know islamic poets and what they have to say about the world it's like what what is the what is the ultimate truth and maybe using one religion you can't find that Mm -hmm. but he's not necessarily discounting that which is interesting because you would think okay well he's not he doesn't believe in christianity because how can you believe in that plus this like he does believe there's a god but to what that means i mean so this first verse then we can probably move on to the next one he said he was praying for trump that's all i was saying (laughs) he did you can look it up that was in this song (laughs) like a tiny trumpy man he says uh whatever uh such distance from our friends like a scratch across the lens made everything look wrong from any from anywhere we stood our paper blew away before we'd left the bay so half blind we wrote these songs on sheets of salty wood i think that's the sort of leading you into the album it's sort of like from the moment we're born, we don't have the tools to 
explain this. So we're giving you basically a the best we can version. Yeah. You can't see anything correctly. You have wood to write on. You're kind of scribbling stuff down on it. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to explain why we exist yeah. that way. And then then you get into the song, I guess. Yeah. And yes, every time they write God, it is God dash D. Yeah. G G slash G G. There's a dash G dash G dash D. Why? That's that thing. Okay. You don't want to spell his name. Okay. Um, and then it seems like he's, uh, well, a lot of the album seems like he wants to be with a lady, but he can't. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> but so, even this is like. Well, yeah, like the adulterous waters and. Yeah, like. Well, Co- he, making eyes of the other Bowman's wife. I think it is interesting bah, bah, bah. that. Um, yeah, and heard me laughing louder at the jokes told by their daughters. It's a. It's an interesting to to put yourself in a position of like. Wanting to be as pure as possible, or you know, be yeah. godlike, but also sort of admitting. I mean, I think he said even when they started the band, he's like, my brother wanted to start a band, and I like it. I could make out with girls. If yeah, I was in a band. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, oh, that's interesting. That's where this whole band started from. That's very like, <laughs> but I, I, it's one of those things that comes up in here that it's like examining yourself and what that means and trying to be better. Well, yeah, or I mean, what does that mean to try and be better? See, knowing that, that also, that makes all of this make even more sense, I think, you know? Because you do want to be liked if you're attracted to women or if you're attracted to men, you know, like I'd never want someone so crass as to want someone like me. Mm-hmm. All of these philosophies and uh, religions that he's kind of synthesizing into his own ideology and his greatest lyric is stolen from uh, the Marx brothers. Groucho <laughs> Marx. <laughs> I never want to be in a club that would have me as a member. <laughs> my member fell off my body. <laughs> but no, I uh, all joking aside, of course. No, that's I, that's. Uh, I never want someone so crass as to want someone like me. It is kind of, you know, it is the reconciliation of wanting the. F- sort of adulterous, philanderous, sort of sexy time. It seems like. Yeah. But also... Not wanting to be with someone that would be like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do that, (laughs) if you're going to do that, and if you want to do it with me, get out of here. I like the line where he says, I'm uh, nonetheless the librarian and secretary's son. Mm. (laughs) I I like it because... He's like I that was my that was, that was my parents. Yeah, Just because it I points out that. like <laughs> um to me it's funny mm-hmm. but it it's like oh I am talking about myself. Yeah. Like I'm not playing a character in the song. He's like that no that was that was my parents the song's about me. So <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like I thought he was uh talking about that those TV movies the librarian. Mm-hmm. That was like Indiana Jones but Right. 
just like a little guy. And then the set, the sequel to Secretary, Secretary <laughs> Son. <laughs> he gets spanked. <laughs> All right. That you can't get spanked if you are dealing with the dryness and the rain. And I'm going to lead into it from the end of the song because I like the sound of bottles breaking. I'm not going to play the whole thing. But it leads in. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love this song. I love the bridge when you go to the bridge and mm-hmm. a fish swims in the sea while the sea is in a certain sense contained within the fish. Ah, oh, what am I to think of what the writing of A Thousand Lifetimes could not explain of all the four. There's this, that again. Well, that's what's funny. After I read the interview about him not saying words. Not knowing what to. Words don't exist anymore yeah. or you know don't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. And then the people being mad in the comment section, mm-hmm. I was like, He's been talking about it since 2006 or whatever. Probably that's, that's what this, I mean, yeah, probably forever, but it's succinctly said mm-hmm. right here. What the right, what, what am I to think what the writing of a thousand lifetimes could not explain? Mm-hmm. Everyone on earth has tried to explain what, I what could use every tree, every, every ounce of ink. Yes. In, ever. If all the forest trees were pens and all the oceans ink <laughs> there's a question mark yeah. in my version i don't know and all the ocean there should dash be. ink, ink? <laughs> i don't know if there should be but it's just yeah, i think it is because I, I he took it from it's a ver it's based off something i think in the quran that was basically saying that it says something about explaining something using the forest trees i think it is a question what am i to think Oh, that's true. If everything was freaking ink. That's true. Well, anyway. I mean, there's a definitely a question mark in here. Cool. So, no, that's great. And I like this. I mean, there's just, I've never heard a band to me sing about corn and <laughs> like pastures and pumpkins in yeah, a way that's no. cool. Well, yeah, that's the thing. When I, when I heard it for the first time, he's, yeah, he's. I heard him say pumpkins. I was like, what? Because when I listen to other Hold music, on. then I'm really listening to this one. I'm like, I'm going to bring some albums that I'm like, 
I don't have anything to say about the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're so simple or so vague. Yeah. And I just love the music mm-hmm. and how they're saying it. Right. And maybe my interpretation, but this, there's so much going on. I mean, that's like they, their next albums, they are, he is telling stories. Okay. Okay. But it's just like, I've never heard, especially when this came out and still up to now, I can't think of bands that are singing about this stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. people are going crazy at their shows. That, yeah, that is what funny too. Seeing the live stuff that I watch, like yeah, <laughs> the audience is going nuts, and that's like, corn is good and pumpkins are god. I know. <laughs> like, Hor- the horses ran over and trampled my sod. Everyone's <laughs> losing their minds. You're like, this is stupid. <laughs> Just kidding. It's cool. There's a skeeter on my Peter. Flick it off. There's a skeeter on my Peter. Flick it off. I'm telling you. That's in the mosh pit. Yep. I've been up there. I know. Dancing to these granola eaters. <laughs> I know. I've seen you come to school the next day with a face <laughs> on the floor. With a pumpkin on my head. <laughs> Flick it off. Uh, I like this one a lot. You've got the... We start strong with the first two tracks, in my opinion. Yes. The little uh, Arabic... Uh... Is that how you say that? I think, right? What do you say? Arabic? Arabic? Mm. I think you're right. Thanks. <laughs> Cut out what I said. No. Yeah. And then I, the little prayer at the end that he's doing over there right. thing. I The first couple times I listened to it, too, I was like trying to pick out what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I didn't know the, their backstory and yeah. all that stuff. And like, I was like, that must just be, that must be a different language. Mm-hmm. And then to look it up, uh, it you was. Were right. <laughs> well, that's what I like. But the, the the translation is like, I love you, Jeebus. Yeah. No, I did look it up. Oh, Lord of majesty, Jesus Christ, pray of, a prayer of peace be unto you. Yes. Which is sort of a common, I think, uh, greeting phrase. I say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get it on tape this time, but usually hear it on the... Usually that's how I start when Joey walks how old, in. How old is he? Like 43 now? Let's see. I, I'm guessing. Jesus? Yeah. 33, I think. 33, I think. So, 20, so he was basically younger than we are now writing all this stuff. Yeah. And fitting this stuff into songs, that's why I was like, are they from... I like. I didn't know they were from Philadelphia at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all from Philly. Yes. But he just has such a, a a understanding of sort of a multitude of languages or, re, you know, mm-hmm. readings that he can draw upon. Mm-hmm. Just uh, good yeah. for him. Well, yeah. And that's the – it's kind of fun because it is – especially when you start looking into it, it's like – I mean, if any of these online annotations are correct, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, this is a reference to – uh, like I said, this is a reference to the Quran. This is a Bible thing. This is the Bhagavad Bhag, Bhagavad Gita. Yes, now become death. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you can't be referencing what Oppenheimer referenced, okay? <laughs> but it's kind of like a nice little uh, greatest hits mm-hmm. for for you. I feel more learned having just read the lyrics to these songs because I'm like, well. 
Of course, that's what Vishnu said. Right. I just I can bring that up now in conversation, and people because, will be like, "Oh my god!" It is funny. I was listening to uh, one of that sound like Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god! Okay, when SNL comes back, <laughs> we're sending a tape in. Go ahead. Okay, I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good stuff. Well, there, he was talking about someone. Oh God, and I can't remember who wrote this poem. Danu, uh, is it the guy Ruby that directed Rumi? 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 Oh, I was joking. I think you said it right. No, I said Rupi Cowardly. <laughs> you said Denny Villeneuve, right? Yes. Rumi. So Dune. I was listening to his interview that he did with uh, the lead singer of Thrice, and someone brought up that they both reference in one of their their songs on their last album. They both reference the same Rumi poem. Thrice, thrice references it, me and without me without you, because okay. thrice also kind of is in that spiritual world a little right, bit. Right. Maybe they'll come up on the show. I don't know. Donate to the Patreon. Not for but me. They're, they they were talking about how they both reference the same poem, mm-hmm. um, and he like Dustin from Thrice named the poem, and Aaron was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and then he's like, he kind of made, he said the line kind of he's like oh yeah he's like i i didn't even recognize the name of the poem but you're right he's like it's something that's been in my head for years and years and when i finally found a way to fit it into a song it just made sense so i think he just reads a lot it's not like yeah everything you read it's like because he read the whole quran and right right it's like it's just little you're you're picking up and you're reading the poetry these translations of things yeah you know what's crazy i don't remember anything i've read I can't think of any like if you said reference a book in this song, right? Yeah, I there's that scene and there's that thing in it, <laughs> <laughs> and you listen to a few episodes back. I think we may have mentioned that, uh, which is the only reason I know it. Um, I don't have it bookmarked on Goodreads, but who who knows? Maybe at some point, um. <laughs> They, because he's such a good storyteller, the songs will be made into a show produced by Dick Wolf, M.I., and Shadow. Wolf am I? Wolf am I? Seems like a fun album to record. That's just fun. You're in a band, and I just like when bands get it. When they the music that they're playing. Think about this. Okay. It 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 perfectly compliments what he's saying he's saying wolf am i they're all granola together they're like yeah man wolf am you wolf <laughs> i am become wolf i am become wolf destroyer, destroyer of shadows, shadows. <laughs> it's the smell of hot summertime trash 
the city noise of a busy street. It's a train derailed and a two car head on freeway crash every time we meet. That's funny. Dang. That's bad. <sighs> yeah. Shadow my, shadow my. A question of a perf. A- I had COVID like three years ago. <laughs> a question of a person, no, no said reply. Wolf am I, wolf and shadow cast on the sheep as I pass by. The whole album is a very, and going back to Kierkegaard, of course. Of course. Which I've tried to read. I've read some philosophy, okay? I like to, I like to see what's out there. <laughs> Kierkegaard, I've, sometimes I will flip through, okay, fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do this. <laughs> i wonder if it makes sense now just i can't i can't understand some of that it's stuff. kind of impenetrable it's, it's impossible i to read i've got a couple of his books on my shelf and i do the same thing I'll i've flip open and start <laughs> i've read pages of it mm. and unlike our friend a a ron mm-hmm. and jf man none of it is the most there. I can get into <laughs> it is the books I have that are the introduction to philosophy books where sure. they sort of give you the cliff notes of Yeah, they're like, well, he thinks he thinks you, you don't you think you don't exist, but the other guy said he think and therefore he am. Mm-hmm. So, do with that what you will. But this whole album is the idea that the self, right? Yeah. does not exist. Right. We are It's the Jim Carrey thing. Yes. It's the thing that Jim Carrey posts on Facebook that everyone thinks is Jim Carrey. It's like Jim Carrey's not posting photos on Instagram. Stop thinking that. He's not posting quotes. No, but it's tie-dye backgrounds. No. But really, it is the Jim Carrey thing. Yes. Where he says, I'm not Jim Carrey. I'm not Jim Carrey. Because you think about that, I'm what is this person? Right. And then the interviewer is like, well. Can you just talk about Sonic a little bit then? He's like, what is Sonic? <laughs> I do not know Sonic. <laughs> I know Shadow. <gasps> shadow Jemai. am I. Shadow am I. Wolf and Shadow come and, together. And Tails. Gotta get me some tail. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself. Nope. Anyway, but yeah, it is It is about the, uh, the loss of self and the gaining of the... And to pull from this interview again is that he says people label this thing. Aaron is this shape, this, and he has these ideas and he's this, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. But what he's like, what, that's something we've put on this. So it's looking at how does this exist with, you know, but what is that? Because that's changing. Mm -hmm. And I think that fits into here somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, we are all just uh, signifiers, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We are the signifiers and the signified. Or like a wearing black socks and white woolen locks, wolf am I, which is, of course, a wolf among the sheep. Yes. Kind of pretending to be something, trying to fit in, but actually I'm just a shadow. Um Where do we go to look at this line? And I cannot find it question of a person that's just kind of an interesting phrase isn't it a question of a person no said reply uh i've kept this moment closer to my eyes than the glasses resting on the edge of my nose i just like these lyrics yeah Mm -hmm. 
so by so impressed by how well I can put myself down. That's good. Oh, here's more of it. Yeah. No shadow, I think, is better as I'm not so much something more like the absence of something. The whole material world seems to me like a newspaper headline. It explicitly demands your attention, and it may even contain some truth of what's really going on here. Mm -hmm. So do it that way you will. One day the water's going to wash it away. Let the boy shred for a while, you know? To that, I say... I want to answer the phone, I say, Yellow, spider, here. It sounded better. On my version... What's your version? (laughs) For whatever reason, when I was listening to it every time, the final, when it trance, Mm -hmm. when it finally goes to Yellow Spider, Mm -hmm. sorry, Yellow Spider, the cymbal hit is 15 decibels louder. Wow. So it was not a seamless transition. Every time that song starts, it was like, I'm just kind of rocking out, and then it kind of goes. Is it Spotify? No. Amazon Music. Oh. Isn't that know. weird? I just saw when I was looking at choosing this album, I saw something come up on uh, Google that was like, why is brother sister not on Spotify? Oh, so then I was like, maybe they added it and it's bad, but I have no say for basically no say for. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, hear yeah. loud that. Right into it. This is where we get the first of three little, what do you call them? Songs. Twine we used to use. <laughs> tie up tight our tattered shoes. With Twist more stuff in your mouth. <laughs> a necklace for the deeply lost. Builder with the broken brick. Mother to the baby chicks. Made this world look so nice. I wonder what the next one's like. Yellow spider, yellow leaf. All right, listen to the song. Do you think that's how he really sings, or he's affecting a little bit of a voice? I'm just wondering. I don't care one way or another. It's cool. Okay. I think this is how he is. Okay. From everything, every. Thing I've seen how he interacts on stage, how he talks to people. I think he's just sort of, but then he also kind of jokes around and stuff and they eat trash and they eat out. Of, you don't know about that. He sort of has this thing about why pay for food when you can find it in oh, a trash can. Right. And yeah. then that's all anyone wanted to talk to him about. Yeah. But uh, I think he's just this guy, but I think he is also putting on, I mean, Anyone singing a song is sort of putting on a thing. Of course. But made the world look so nice. (laughs) I wonder what the next one's like. It's just, it's kind of, we don't really get to hear him sing, sing. Mm -hmm. Well, because when he's singing with the full band, he's loud and rocking out. I don't know if the dude sings. I mean, he screams sometimes. Not really on this record. 
but he'll yell or he'll do this. Yeah, he's yelling. But I'm like, does he ever get melodic? But sometimes when they harmonize, there's stuff going on in the background, and I'm like, is that you, A.A. Ron? Who's singing back there? Who's back there doing that? Or is it your brother? Is it your brother? The guy from Sunny Day Real Estate's on one song. Is that you? Were you in the studio a little longer than you were supposed to? (laughs) Anyway, Yellow Spider, Yellow Leaf. Yep. Confirms my deepest held belief. You made this world look... You made this world to look so nice. I wonder what the next one's like. Yellow spider, yellow leaf confirms my deepest held belief. Therein lies my problem with religion. (laughs) You made this world to look so nice. I wonder what the next one's like. Hey, why don't you enjoy this one? He is. But he's like, I wonder what the next one's like. I think it's a sweet lyric. It's fine to wonder, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, it's fine if you're the O-Needers. Do, do that thing that you do. do, 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 do. <laughs> I like that line. I like I like. The world looks so nice. I wonder what the next one's like. Yellow spider. Just the simple things, right? Yes, I, that's what I connect with. The yellow spider, yellow leaf confirms my deepest held belief. It is, especially when when you do sort of, I've heard... I've heard people talk about this in other sort of uh, jobs, I guess. Or People are saying in jobs now. Just not musicians, not philosophers, not religious people, but people who have been religious mm-hmm. who kind of stray from the organized religion and then find find their version of of god mm-hmm. being the sort of connectedness to nature to finding the beauty in the creation of the earth however that may have you know you can you can talk yourself into any way <laughs> of it you know if it if it happened the way science tells you Maybe you can also kind of say, well, yeah, but God made it but so that do, science happened. Yeah. But so, then why do sunsets look so beautiful? Right. Consider the humble human eye. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. So, just something to think about, asshole. And it's just, uh, I, I always took to that sort of thinking mm-hmm. back then. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And then you read a science book. Well, I, yeah. okay. I think well, less the science versus religion part, more just the science. <laughs> more just the uh, finding the sort of meaning in the beauty of the natural world. Mm-hmm. Be it science, be it God, there is a sort of beauty, mm-hmm. is there not? Right. For him, it sounds like that's the yellow spider, yellow leaf in that sort of recurring thing of like, I live, it's beautiful. I wither away and die as we'll come to find. Okay. I'm <laughs> Just play the rest of the songs really quick. And that confirms it's, it's the, it's the, the process of life that confirms what I mm-hmm. believe to be true, which is a God made me, put me here. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But 
I just I, I like that I like that idea. If you're gonna be, you know, if you're gonna be looking around at stuff and you can you can fully appreciate it for what it means. But the same goes for like you're saying, the a like the naturalist sure can yeah, look at. Isn't it crazy how these events happen and there there's no need for this sort of the the god figure at the top of that. Yeah. They they I'm saying they because we're not trying to put ourselves we're trying to be mystical here about who we are. <laughs> Just kidding. But you can look at that stuff and they say that that gives me meaning. Yeah. That I'm here because I'm part of this larger system mm -hmm. that doesn't need that portion. It's just a completely different worldview that is just as valid, more valid to that person than the other view. Mm -hmm. Some people can be a little more tolerant to the other side. Sure. But you're looking more, I think, with this stuff, he's looking more at the, like you're saying, just the world, not the, what do you want to say, the theological, the the historical side of religion. like. Yeah. It's not pulling in like, well, are these things historically true? It's just looking at what's around you and saying, how did, what is this? Yeah. And how did this come to be? Cause I think e either way, if it is, if it is a dichotomy and I think they, this band is arguing in many ways that it's not, there's mm -hmm. not an either or there's an all, mm -hmm. but, um, I think, no matter what, now I don't actually remember what I was going to say. So, well, I think you've made your point. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is Pete Holmes on his podcast uh -huh. once had a Richard Rohr, a Franciscan friar, mm. and he's wrote a couple books and um, very cool, down to earth guy, which is not probably what you think when for you a think friar. For a friar, mm. you say, well, probably not going to be so cool to be on Pete Holmes's podcast. Yeah. Where he talks about being so goofy. He's being goofy and he's keeping it crispy. <laughs> but they were talking about sort of what God is. And it, it, they, I don't remember if this is what they said, but it, this is what I extrapolated from it at least, which is like, you can, and, you can take any any sort of good moment where you feel a heightened sense of happiness, peace, strength, courage, bravery, whatever. In any of those moments where you feel this isn't just a worldly sort of experience that everyone else has had. Mm -hmm. This is something unique to me right now in this moment. This moment itself is godly is what they were kind of saying of like when a certain song comes on when you're driving home from work and it's just that perfect song that just strikes you in just that way. Try that in a small town. <laughs> that's sort of the, if you want to be spiritual about it, that's the, that's God. It was kind of their little thing that they were going on about. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I think of when I think of this song of like, and sort of this ideology of like finding finding yourself in this beautiful sort of world that you can't quite make heads or tails of, but you know they may be fleeting these moments where you can fully sort of identify yourself 
in it mm-hmm. and be like aware of the situation of like right now I'm seeing that beautiful sunset you were talking about and fully appreciating it. And then that heightens your enjoyment of it because you are kind of aware of your place in all of it. That's God or that's, that's the meaning. That's mm-hmm. the point. And getting closer to that might be, uh, might make you feel better, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Something needs to. I'm <laughs> running on fumes in my life. But <laughs> I think that's I think that's more the point because there's the idea of I'm this religion, I believe this, and this is what God is, where you're talking about it's more of like, well, what are the and him, what are these words we're using? What does that mean? What what is God? Like yours it can be a more spiritual yeah. that feeling is God. Okay, well, I have an idea of what the word God means, but that's not exactly what you're talking about. Right. So it's all very interesting, and it's not something that us on a podcast can <laughs> figure out. When this guy has written twenty songs, and even he over doesn't twenty know. years, he, he. I was thinking about that too. Of like, you've spent, yeah, twenty plus mm-hmm. years of your life reading, writing, making music, all sort of devoted to this, and then you kind of realize, like, oh. <laughs> Well, that that interview I was listening to, uh, he was talking about because Dustin brought up that they did announce their fa- farewell sort of tour, right. and he was like, "It's he's like I was the one that brought it up to the group, sort of." He's like, after the last uh, we recorded the last album, he said, "I told them I don't intend to do that again, again mm-hmm. because every time we do this, there's an expectation out of me to be." to bear my soul even more mm-hmm. and to be even deeper and to explore these things even more. And he's like, I don't know how to keep doing that deeper and deeper. Yeah. He's like, I've, I've gone to every depth to try and figure out why we're, you know, right. For me, like what, why he wants to write songs. Right. And he's like, when there's that, pre-, he's like, I just, how do I, I, I can't keep doing that. He's yeah, like, makes sense. And I was like, that's about the best reason you can to have, to stop being in a band. I give him five years. Yeah. It was nice to hear. He was like, he was like our manager kind of put out the whole farewell thing. And he's like, it's not, not that we never in, like, we don't intend to, but it's not like we're never going to play a show yeah, again. Be back. He's like, I just need, I can't have that pressure on me to be in the band. I need to go teach. And yeah. So it was good for me to hear. Cause I missed them on their final tour. Yeah. That I give them five years and they'll probably do a they'll big be back buddy. Yeah, be like it's the anniversary of. Guess what happened? Whatever. I'll be like, <laughs> we have a little five song EP. Well, they they, they did we'll the, out. the the one of this one. Yeah, they did the anniversary tour for this one. All the shirts said fifteen slash sixteenth anniversary tour because it was during COVID, so they had to cancel it. They had shirts for their canceled tours. Those like our canceled tour, and it had all the dates that were canceled on it. Okay, they were having a little See, fun. They're fun. You think that they're just it's doing this all... and they're not in the well? And we hear them having fun later on, don't we? Well, but first, much like a glass can only spill what it contains. <sighs> I'm trying anymore? Well, if Landon would stop spilling secrets. He soon will not have any more to spill because the glass can only spill what it contains. Are we only on the fourth song? 
fifth song? I guess we need to hurry, huh? We'll hurry up. <laughs> boom, boom, bing, bing, don't get the oh, sorry. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm mad at him now. He's a cat. It's about giraffes now everyone watch me everyone watch me and you want me to produce this How's that suit you for you, Mister? I got my. I need my words to fit into my songs. Well, see, I knew you'd bring that up eventually. To the perpetually plain and the incurably inane, a glass can only spill what it contains. What new mystery is this? What blessed backwardness? The immeasurable one is held and does not resist. Struck by wicked words and foolish fists of senseless, and the Almighty One does not defend. <gasps> Jim Carrey. That's your That's your Well, he's exempt because he he gets around it by talking, talking the whole time. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know that's a that's that's cheating when you're co- when you're going up against that. Yeah, uh, requirement. I should. I'm. I shouldn't have even brought it up <laughs> when you're going up against that requirement that only I have. <laughs> you're kind of it's a loophole really it's but, a loophole uh you like this one yep love this one yeah it's a good one i think this is a good song oh you pious and profane put away your praise and blame a glass can only spill that contains what love do you think that. he got that from a particularly powerful powerful metaphor this is why i love genius just tell me what where it's from or what like this is yeah. what he said in an interview. Don't be like, it's actually very smart he did this. <laughs> like well, a glass, is. people can only display or spill, as it were, what mm-hmm. they have inside. Right. We know. This is an Ara- uh, Arabic proverb. Every Jesus. vessel drips that which it contains. Which if you ask my doctor, he'd say that's chlamydia. <laughs> Al-Ghazali authors forward in Mar... Okay, so they, they did have a footnote, and I'm sorry that I said they didn't. Wow. What new mystery is this? I like stuff like that. What, a mystery? Yep. Yeah, me too. What new mystery is this? What blessed backwardness? The immeasurable one is held and does not resist. I mean, I'm still, I'm still talking about the peacocks wandering the walkways of the zoo, mm-hmm. having twice the autonomy of the giraffes and tigers. No one clips my claws. Now everyone watch me scale these outside walls. God, I'm still trying to... I'm still kind of wrapping my head around that. Mm-hmm. 
It's like the peacocks. Let's just see what genius says. And is he, is he talking about himself or is he still kind of... I mean, he's talking about his cat, but the cat is also you, right? Right? Is the cat him? Are we all the cat? Each verse describes a deluded character beginning here with a cat, so impressed with his own stealthiness that he believes that he is drinking the speaker's milk without being seen. Aha! That's what it is. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Just go read the genius article. But see, that's what... I kind of get that. And then the peacocks... I guess that makes sense. Yeah. They're saying no one can stop me. But they're... They're, but they're in the zoo. They're wrong. Yeah. Well, that... Because that's what I initially liked about it, of like... They, they, they're wandering the walkways of the zoo thinking that they have twice the autonomy of the Mm-hmm. whatever but they don't because they're still captive right but then when he says they can scale the wall outside walls but that he's not saying that the peacock is thinking that they can't actually that's just what they think no one has clipped my claws i can scale these outside walls this all plays into the idea that glass can only spill the contain i like this i have heartedly explained but gave up peacefully ashamed. And then we went from Portugal to Spain. And in her mind, the entire time it rained. A glass can only spill what it contains. Mm-hmm. You're going, you're, you are seeing these places, right, with what you have inside of you the way, in her mind, this was a disastrous trip, these places that didn't rain at all, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in, in their mind, there was this drear, dreariness about the situation. Right. Something depressive about it. Yeah. There's a lot going on in these songs. Yeah. It's hard to just sit here and go, well, this one's about this. Right. Well, yeah, it's frankly too much going on. I, I you like get a the, demerit. Uh, but sort of the, I feel like it's sort of a, a positive, like in the, in the last song about world looks so nice. I wonder what the next one's like. This mm-hmm. one where he's saying, what new mystery is this? This overflowing emptiness. I feel like it's sort of a curiosity. Yeah, You're excited yeah. by like, oh, a new a new thing for me to think about, a new way to see the world. Like, what what is this? What yeah. is this about? Smash cut to now, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm tired of thinking about all this stuff. The band's <laughs> over. I'm done with it. I'm done. Stop asking me about it. Um, the unquestionable is questioned, but makes no reply. My rabbi, my lips betray with a kiss. Whoa. Landon, you want to talk about that? Uh, Rabbis kiss kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you said that. That was nice and blue. (laughs) Yeah. Part two. Shit, I missed part one. (laughs) Go back to AB life. Am I going to get it if I haven't heard the first one? like any song guy doesn't sing let me do the jokes sounds like any song (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 
Turned it up, not down. Yep, pretty good if you ask me. The beginnings of each stanza of this song parallel the words of Nice and Blue. But I think oh. you get it nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, it's... I was once the wine and you were the wine glass. Yep. Isn't that interesting coming off the back of... You can only spill what it contains. Mm -hmm. And also a fish swims in the sea... While the sea is, in a certain sense, contained within the fish. Right. What might I think? Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. So this one's good. <laughs> I like this song. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like I, I could pick out, I could pick out lyrics all day long, but right. at the end of the day, it's kind of a moot point because he doesn't even want us to. No. Oh my god! <laughs> and he told you <laughs> he, he's in the room with us. Aaron, are you here? <laughs> so <laughs> he basically, you think this song's about God? Yeah. Is this the one where he says, "I don't know if it is." Why can't I think about? I don't think it is. We'll get to it. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't have much to say here. Yeah, I mean, it, the song is there. <laughs> there are some. I mean, yeah, it's probably. I mean, there's a lot that I could delve into. Mm -hmm. But the show's not about picking apart every song we bring. It's about yeah. I'm bringing you some music. Do All you right. like it? I liked this one. Well, I it, wonder if I'd like "Nice and Blue" Part One better. I'll, well, I'll find out. Listening to the first one and this one would be sort of like listening to the sun and the moon. I'm interested to hear what you think about this one. You are? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for these drums. The snare. Daniel broke King's decree. Peter stepped from the ship to the sea. Spoke for Job like a cut down tree. You think he sounds tired? Huh? You think he sounds tired? I sound tired. Sounds like System of a Down. Why always sign the poor? We'll get <laughs> we'll get to that with your pick next week. <laughs> Yo, wait, send the poor. Why don't Who does say terracotta pot? Other guy says terracotta. Who? Banana, 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 terracotta. <laughs> our guy. <laughs> our guy. <laughs> Surge is our guy. <laughs> okay, this song is over. Yeah, I like this song. I I, I knew you would. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's uh, it, the first couple times it threw me off a little. Just it's kind of just 
in a cool way, but like it is kind of like a different vibe. It's a different vibe. We're just Daniel Dom 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 his voice sounds different than it did the whole rest That's of the what, album. When I first listened to them, I, I couldn't someone, understand what was going on. Yeah. So I was like, they just are weird. I thought someone else sang this part. No, that's just him. He's tired. Daniel, he's affecting, he's putting an affect on his voice. Yeah. Like he does the whole rest of the time. Daniel so when I, so I just caught you in a lie. Decree, Peter stepped from the sh- They're also from Philly. Oh, they have cheese steaks yeah, in, their in their mouth. mouth. Yeah. Cheese whiz. On a hoagie roll. On a hoagie roll. Sun and the moon. I want to see both worlds as one. See I mean, what do you want me to do with that? Right? The sun and the moon are my father's eyes. I said, I don't agree with you, but I respect that you think <laughs> the sun and the moon are a big man's eyes. Mm-hmm. I said that. Okay. People on Genius, if you want me to get into it, they're saying that they stand for Christianity and Islam. That You could just be saying that. I take yeah. it a little more straightforward as the, like we're, the whole thing is about the natural order of the world. Sure. We choo- he's choosing to see these things. Well, and even more so the dark and the light. Mm-hmm. If you want to be that literal, literal about it. And figurative in a way. There's hope for Job like a cut down tree. I only hope that there's such hope for me, right? Yeah. Uh, our parents have made so many mistakes. May we forgive them and forgive ourselves, the sun and the moon. I want to see both worlds as one. It is about trying to bridge the gap, right? Between the mistakes. Mm-hmm. The He's talking about, obviously, characters in the Bible. You can probably look them up on IMDb if you want to know more <laughs> about them or the new app. Um this is worth it. Bible app call sheet. So check them out. And <laughs> there he's talking about things that they did that they were still, but like Peter stepped from the ship to the sea is a faith based reference, right? He stepped out because I think wasn't, didn't, what didn't, was Jesus standing out in the water and he was like, come here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he stepped out. He should have said, Indiana stepped from the cave to the <laughs> wall. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope for short round. <laughs> After all. <laughs> there wasn't before because he's a thief. <laughs> you thought he was going to be in Indy 5. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good song. It's a slower song, right? But I like that's the drums. A, I was that's why I was wondering if you'd like this one. Yeah, but there's still like there's this underlying sort of it's kind of, it's scary almost. Yeah. They're a scary band. I tried to tell everyone this. Like they I said, put they this sent on me that a, picture. I was like, see, you like this album? And they said, yeah. And I said, it's pretty scary, huh? <laughs> you put this on for Halloween? I put this song on a Halloween playlist. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter stepped see from the ship to the sea. There's hope for Job like a cut down tree. Hope for Job like a. It's just it's a if if the music was different, Mm -hmm. it would be a different song. But me and all the other kids that brought their hacky sack balls are out there. We're vibing. 
He's got a cool voice. I like this the cut of this guy's jib. Yeah. Jib, of course, sounds like I think un it's a probably uncut. <laughs> jib, of course, sounds like Job, but is not a rhyme, much like if you tried to rhyme something. Or wait, no, it is cut. Oh, yeah, you're right. Are you looking? Oh, I forgot to zip. So something, something, rhyme, orange, spider. A note we wrote the other day to any mice who passed this day on crumbling sugared countertops. <laughs> we must insist your traffic stop. Air <laughs> defense, they I don't. Like he's doing use. that in the studio. Nonetheless, stop. we've come <laughs> to you, snapping traps and poison beans. Far less diplomatic Mr. Weiss? Orange spider. <laughs> What's funny? Orange spider, orange leaf. Orange spider, orange leaf. Confirms my deepest health belief. You know, I realize everyone has to say orange. Because one of them can't say orange. Orange. I actually have to say it like me Could so you? that the vocals all sound the same. Say orange. <laughs> I'm not saying orange. I'm not saying that. I'm from Philly. Cheese steak. Then he laughs. Confirms my deepest <laughs> right? health. Yeah. Then they go. Da, 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 da. We wrote the I like day. that one. Yeah, that's good. I like these. I like that they kept the laugh in. Did you did you hear did you read why that happens? Why, why he, he laughs? laughs? Yeah, because it's fu so funny. <laughs> he said so. There's two versions of the story, which basically they had some inappropriate versions of the backing vocals, and the as he was trying to record his, the producer played yeah. some joke things, and he laughed, and then he decided to splice that into the final song. Kind of funny, which is cool. But and then Aaron, I think, said to somebody, he's like, I had made a joke that i would not normally make and he wouldn't repeat what it was which so it must have been the dirtiest thing <laughs> you've ever heard he's like i saw a boob <laughs> what if mice <laughs> could <laughs> what, what if mice had little peepees on them like, i just like that he left it in yeah it's fun it's endearing that's when you fun. know brad's doing the work well and because it is kind of a funny yeah thought like it is a little joke it's a little right far less diplomatic means yeah like get it mm -hmm. yeah it's probably the funniest thing i could ever think of i know that's true well i wish for you to leave and i will see minor you out the door <laughs> jesus <laughs> There we go. Finally. Jingle bells.
So, you like this one? This is yeah. one of my favorites. This is definitely one of my favorites. Here you go. I just want to hear this. said, no, disappear. I'm still technically a virgin after 27 years, which never bothered me before. What's maybe 50 more? Maybe 50 more. Technically. And when you hear this as a kid, you want to be in a band and you're like, I'm going to be in a band and I'm still going to be a little Virginia. Hey, technically. Technically. She touched my skeeter with her Peter. Flick it off. What's maybe 50 more? <laughs> After 27 years, which never bothered me before. What's maybe 50 more? <laughs> Keep talking. I like the chorus. It's sort of meditative. It's sort of like a little chant. Open wide my door. Open wide my door, my door, my lord. Whoa, is that what they say? Yeah, he does. Do whatever makes me love you more while there's still light to run towards. So basically while I'm still alive. Um, I like the stuff about his dad. Landon's kind of doing some stuff with the camera. He's just a guy's guy. You know, there's some guys who just like the sink's broken. They're like, I'll fix it. That's Landon. Why is my toilet still running? Better go catch it. That's Landon. We're out of ketchup. I can make some. And it tastes perfect like ketchup. The first time listening through the album, I didn't know if they were like... I couldn't tell if they were sincere about it, all this stuff or if they were ironic about all this. Mm -hmm. Or like, open wide my door, whatever makes, you, makes me love you more. Mm -hmm. Of like, that could almost... In a different group singing that or if you don't know fully what their deal is you could take that as like kind of a sarcastic thing oh there's some stuff with like the national has lyrics like this mm. but it's a it's sort of a joke you know right. it's like sarcasm yeah but and it's because of the way he's singing it but that's what i like it's not like i don't know it's not joyful it's sort of like Right. Matter of fact, but yeah. also uh, there's just something about it. Like, why choose to say it that way? It's very interesting. Yeah. Like, why choose to to have that, to put that affectation on it, <laughs> if I were to use a, a word, you know? Yeah. And he's just singing about his his dad and this house and this mouse that he he can't stop thinking about. He's obsessed with mouse. He's obsessed with cat. There's a There's a... Animal in every one of these songs. Yeah. Every song's got... Some have two or three. Yep. All the neighborhood watched a fire burn from where they stood as the smoke said, we're not half as bad as God is good. Mm. Which is an interesting line, right? Yeah. Still whisper in my ear, the voice of loneliness and fear. And I say devil disappear. He does talk about this quite a bit in his life that that's basically true. And he was like, I just... I figure I'd never needed that. And he's like, what did he say? He had, he had talked about something, I think, in an, in an interview I read or listened to where he said, companionship seems like something that I may need to reach for if God's not enough. And he said, but I, can, but I feel that I may need to make some sort of compromise. Sort of like he's looking for what's the ultimate sort of like monk-like state of being. Right. Of celibacy, of celibacy. <laughs> and 
you know, having God fill that, fill whatever he needs. But he was like, basically said, but it's, it's kind of hard. And yeah. then he eventually did meet someone that he married. Yeah. And he's like, it was kind of strange because it was sort of, it just felt like something that was happening to me. And I just felt like it was happening around me and I didn't try to pull away from it. And then he had some kids. So, you know what that means? <laughs> His brother helped him out. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy to me is that anyone does life like that. <laughs> Not even the celibacy thing or whatever. Just I don't I don't believe in anything enough mm. to be like I, I, everything that I do should be to get closer to this ideal version of me. It, I frankly would like to more, but mm -hmm. I just don't. Like, I, I have high cholesterol and I eat like shit. Yeah. You know, there's no version of, of me that does. And because where are you pulling that information from that says this is the right way? Like that idea of, well, yeah, my, my belief, whatever God is, should be enough for me. It's like, why are you saying that? Like, where are you getting that from that you feel like this is true? Right. When there are other religions where, or the religions that he also studies or believes in, that's like, right. you're supposed to be married. Yeah. You know, like you're supposed to do this and yeah, you're not supposed to be celibate. You're supposed to uh, have kids or, you know, it's, but it's in, you put it that way. He he had talked about it in something else that I thought was interesting. He was like, if you are aiming, I can't remember exactly how he put it. Because when you talk, when you listen to philo philosophical talks a lot, sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like the way people are putting stuff. But he's like, if your aim is to be good or your aim is to be true, then you're loading the dice a little bit. Like you'll look at situations in your own favor. But he's like, but if your aim is just the truth or goodness, then you can look at things a little more. Like I can aim to be, if he's like, well, I have to do this to be good. You sort of look at everything you're doing as, well, I'm not that bad of a person because I'm, right. I am good. Yeah. And so everything I do is, is to be good. But he's like, if your just aim is what is the, what is truth? The aim is is truth in general, mm -hmm. or the aim is goodness. Then I think you you are open to like judging and critiquing yourself a little more and saying things like this, and also being able to sort of go back on them and not be like, well, that's wrong. Like some people right. are saying, and right, right. like this thing I said when I was twenty seven isn't the same way that I look at these situations I've thought about for the next fifteen years, and now I'm forty. And I realize I said something when I was a kid that doesn't hold true now. Yeah. Like I've changed my mind. 27 year old kid. 27 year old kid. Well, I'm, I mean, gosh, if you think about these shows, like what's a show where someone moves back in with their parents? Oh, the Joey show. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'll put my address online. I see. I, I I I hear you, and I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people, that's just the way. I think he was he was discussing how he lived with his parents, like his his wife's parents. They were living. He's like, I think people should live with their older, you know, 
relatives mm. or something like other cultures do. And yeah. some people are like, I don't know, like me, I'm like, no, but there are <laughs> cultures where that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You are so that's just where you live. Yeah. It's just like, that's how it is. Yeah. So I think to be able to look at those things and say, well, I was wrong about that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is I only have one bathroom, so yeah, I can't, you know, I agree in theory, but no, unfortunately I can't because we only have the one bathroom. So, well, I'd rather never talk again (laughs) (laughs) than to continue to pretend that this never ends. To continue to pretend that this never ends. God, that's good. So that's something I would say. But I've also heard that um, when you go out to eat, they keep the lights lower because you are apt to eat more. And that's why I go sharp, sharp shopping. That's why I go sharping in a market dimly lit. Okay, this one's a little system of a down here. Junior? <laughs> Senior was my father. <laughs> Made a movie Did you about it. See my it. new movie, Senior? Get to it! <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> Out with it, boy. Hold on, there's an accordion. <laughs> I know. The bird that plucked the olive leaf. All right, so the. <laughs> There's, you know, listen to the song on your own. This one is about a cat that walked too close to the. He loves record his player. cats. Yeah, he's a cat guy. Circling around a record, around the spindle of my mind, where the needles run the grooves too deep and the scratches. If my cat walked by the arm, skipped. But to my surprise, my interrupting cat improved to sound already so severely compromised. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. I'm a donkey's jaw on a desert dune behind the bush that Moses saw. Excuse me? It's too deep. The needles worn the That also goes back. We pay. We pray with fingers crossed. There's an earlier song where he says we uh, keep our confessions long. Oh yeah, and our prayer short, sure. which is a great yeah. line. Religious or not, it's yeah. the idea of the. Here's all the bad stuff I've done, mm-hmm. and I but not putting in the time, the quick prayer of, hey, could you help me be better? Like the mo- the, right. the least amount of work. Mm-hmm. Same with this. We pray with fingers crossed, but you listen patiently anyway. Yep. I mean, there's so much in each of these lyrics about what it's, you know, referencing and Mm -hmm. different parables, but great uh, little chorus, the music our collisions make. I don't know. Do you have anything specifically about the song? Mm. I like it, but it's not one that I can read. I was struck by the final line of this because initially when i was still kind of like are they again it was one of those like Mm -hmm. are we do you believe this or are you making fun of this type of thing Mm -hmm. of the uh 
Um, but, 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 I'll spare you my goodbyes. The truth belongs to God. The mistakes were mine. Which struck me. Just reading it now, it's not as maybe impactful, but the whole song leading up to that, yeah. and then the way he sings it, yeah. That's music, right? Oh my god, that's not the right song. I like that. Pop up, pop up, pop You're waving cool. handkerchief. I also, I feel like sometimes the music, when it's a little, it seems almost a little out of tune or something when he's singing mm. about mistakes and the music being. I don't know. Music are collisions. Like these little references to to the music. To the music. But yeah, like your waving handkerchief goodbyes is also a little so remember your goodbyes, your waving hand like you're overly I don't know. He says, given my tendency to err on the sentimental side, that's the super sentimental waving your handkerchiefs like I I like all that and you liked that. Yep. And um, it's just one of those things that makes you owe porcupine. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go to school. I want to <laughs> stay at home. I don't want to go to school. I want to stay at home. <laughs> porcupine. I want to go to school. <laughs> oh, porcupine. Oh, porcupine. Holy shit, it's on the cover. about this song i like that it mentions babylon it's one of my favorite movies in the last decade or so uh that's the only reference i have for the word babylon so i like for you oh zion because i went to a a coffee shop in fairfield iowa (laughs) and someone had signed the they signed up for the email list and their name was zion great (laughs) <laughs> a speckled bird humbly inspired ran across the road when it could have flown and it made me smile. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff I'm liking. That's yep. the stuff I'm connecting with. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. So yeah. Why, why did it do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's the type of stuff that well, you see that stuff, but you're not thinking I'm going to put that in a song. Like, yeah. Where would that even fit? I'll tell you. Oh, porcupine. Oh, that's the annotation, that's the annotation for, for sure. For sure. Sh- sh- I, I like that part too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do too. I like songs that have some fun stuff. Yeah. Because how do you, I don't know, when you're writing songs and you have that idea, some of it just seems very, like they're just in the moment. Because, is he writing that? No. Brad Wood says do that. Yeah. Well, and he, is he, I didn't, I guess I didn't really even look at this. Is he a musician or is he just a singer lyricist? He does. I don't, he doesn't play in the band. He said he's played music with his wife and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know how, you know, I guess how talented he is with, let's say a, an ax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it does seem like, I don't know. He's just so, it's so unorthodox. Well, it, literally, but like, the way he they choose to do stuff yeah which is why i like it it's like here's what i would do it's not sort of based around the concept of a song a song what would a song be right it's like well this is a song idiot <laughs> well that's what and it, and then and again it kind of the the music the songs themselves prove the point mm-hmm. that they're kind of getting at isn't that interesting but the thing that i was thinking like does he if he doesn't write the music does the band come to him with like here's one that sounds like this right. he's like okay i can uh, make that about a porcupine <laughs> let me just write down a few syllables you know or is he i don't know i'm asking you cuz you're i guess a big gigantic fan i wish i knew more about how bands wrote their music there are bands that i know how they do and Mm -hmm. then some that say it's it's they i've seen things where they're asked about that and people are like it's both it's both sometimes they come to me sometimes i go to them or sometimes it's like the lead singer is also good at the piano or guitar right you don't realize that because that was like with bad religion it's like he doesn't play a, anything For in the, the band, band but like he'll write all the songs right and so then he'll just show the but i also like when bands have just like the guys that play the music and then the lead singer comes in with his ideas and then listens and gets inspired by what they've been given yeah, I don't and then like they sort of like work around that yeah i don't like that as much <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i think it works for some bands i think well, of sometimes course it does i'm kind of being tell joking we're sort of a joking show now <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but I do. I, there is something when I find out that sort of thing, or like when, like the lyrics are actually by the guitar player. It's mm-hmm. like it kind of, it's not worse for me, but it's just like. So the lead singer is just kind of. And why is that? Because they're, I mean, like you're saying, I kind of have the same thing. Yeah. But is it because it's like so they're just they can sing? Yeah, like. Artistically, are you not doing anything involved here? Yeah, it's this like Adam Lambert taking over for Queen, <laughs> or which like it's good. Yeah, but... Rome taking over for Sublime. Yeah, it's interesting to think about things like that. But so I, I guess it doesn't really matter for this. But just but just interesting, isn't it? That's what I do want to know because it's like, do they like you're saying write? But I don't know how you would do that. How they would write the way that the song is structured yeah, and then have him come in and like, we'll fill this. 
Yeah. Well, there's so many changes. I mean, but I think even when bands do that, where they have, we're going to write the song mm-hmm. and we want your lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, there's also at that point, then some pull, there's push still, and pull of like, absolutely. Well, we got to fit this in and then you're grooving, right? Yeah. I'm sure you know, a lot of this stuff happens. They've, We've got a little idea. Mm-hmm. Here's a riff. Here's a, yeah. So neener, that, neener, neener, and then you're neener, just in the neener, neener. just in the play, and you're jamming. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it'd be sweet if we just stopped right here. And then he's and then he's probably going like, oh, oh yeah. just putting in the the yeah. noise. Yeah. And that's what I want on the seven disc special. <laughs> like when I hear the eight takes the Beatles did. He's right. like, here comes the na 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 na. Here comes like, my why is this on the record? Gun. Here comes my son. Here is the rum. Where is the? Where why is, is the, the rum, rum gone? gone? And then that's the song. And you're like, that's. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't I remember that like being that. it. <laughs> I and think there's seven versions of "Where's the Rum Gone," and then they <laughs> then they change it. Why is the rum gone? Why is the rum gone? This is because, why we work so well together. And that's when then you say, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and all I ever want to say for the rest of my life is how that light is God. And though I've been mistaken on this or that point, that light is God. So, hey, I might get some things wrong, but I know what that light is. And that light is usually what? White-ish? No. It's usually a brownish spider biter. Oh, piano. We have an undance buffoon. Oh, sorry. Plug that in. Excuse me. Oh, harp. It's like the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone PS1 game. <laughs> when you're oh. running around with flat face Hagrid. Yeah. Or it's kind of like Zelda. Some of the earlier Zeldas. Yeah. So there's the end of the Spider Trilogy. Yeah. I saw that it was one song, and they cut it into three, which is the right I thing to do. I think that's the smart move. Yeah. The whole album is this sort of concept, and you weave this throughout, and you get that candy weave corn it. effect through there. Spider's web. Yeah, the candy corn effect. Mm-hmm. Yellow. That should be... Orange. Brown. Their next album. Candy corn? Yeah. Yellow, orange, brown. Their next album should be the candy corn effect. <laughs> So this this wraps up that little thing nicely, right? Yeah, I like that. No more spider, no more leaf. Much like me. No more me, no more belief. Kind of sad. Kind of scary. All these beliefs he's having and then same thing with me. No more me, no more belief. Yeah. Right? 
Well, and it's the the fresh leaf to the to the dead leaf. It's uh, it's that imagery. I like also brownish. Yeah, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yellow, orange, brownish. Yeah, because you could just say brown, right? Because they said orange. Yeah. So. so. <laughs> no, I like that. I mean, it's yeah, it's thematic. It's thematically, it's simple. I can't. There's not much to say here. Listen but, to it. But that's the you know, it's and it's the back to nature being emblematic of life, being emblematic of God. I don't want. I don't even want to say God because you get so mad. Me? So I'll just say G dash D. I say figs and fruits. <laughs> figs and fruits I couldn't eat. That's like me. Yeah. I have all these like figs and fruits around. Figs and someone's like, no, no, no. Anyway, I saw what you were wearing today and I I noticed that you were in a sweater poorly knit. This is this is how you know it's the last song on the album. Yeah. Just the way they lead into it. Well, folks, you've been with us for quite a long time at the show. We just want to thank you for coming out and hope that you can get home safely and use your seatbelts, even though that's not... There are no seatbelts in heaven, if there is a heaven. And maybe it's not the heaven that you or I understand, but there is something on the other side. Pumpernickel bread. I have to wonder what you're doing. In a sweater poorly knit, hey, turn that up. Suspecting smile. <laughs> you turned it down. Drifts downstream in the Nile, a fumbling reply, an awkward, rigid laugh, and I'm carried helpless by my floating basket wrap. That's life, brother. Flavor in my mind is back and forth between. Sweeter than any wine, sweeter than bitter any as wine. mustard green, and it's green. light and dark as honeydew and pumpernickel bread. Yes, the trap I set for you seems to have caught my yes. What a great song to end the album on. The trap I set for you seems to have caught my leg instead. I don't even believe anything the guy's saying. <laughs> Go plow some other. I got his drums back out. He's putting them away. Same with the harp. The harpist. They're like, hey, can you? Actually, I know we had. Yeah, just come on back. Be careful with it. I read a spy versus spy where those the harps they were electrified. Okay. Whoa. You saw under the stage and you saw that the electrical thing was set to on. One of the spies was like. I always wonder if are the Back bands, the are the bands gonna listen to this and then just scroll through here. <laughs> spy versus Me spy about this. spy versus spy. One of the spies did that. <laughs> so this is good, right? Wow, I went really far. That's so we we end uh, where the beginning. I do not exist. Only you, Only exist. you exist. I do not exist. Okay. Which is the theme of Le Album that mm. we are basically, as we said before, no matter how you slice it, we are what but one piece of an organism. And so much of our world is wrapped up in their their own little world, their sad little world, right? Sad, 
and everything's about them and what can i have for dinner and basically do i care that i just hmm, ran over a cockatoo on the road (gasps) no i don't because it's about me it's about me it's about me but no matter how you slice it right Mm. it's not about you it's a overarching you which is everything Mm mm-hmm I eat the dirt from the ground. I shall become dirt once more, right? It's a cycle of life. Much like the album cycle that Aaron so wanted to get out of that he broke his band up. No more. So what do we do with this? This album? Yeah. We rock out. Yep. Go plow some other field, which is, by the way, what Sally Field said to her first boyfriend when she broke up with him. <laughs> it's like, Go what, plow some sister? Other- <laughs> what are you what are you even talking Mrs. Field? about a cookie lady she's never gonna get anywhere in life famous last words brother yep she's in every gas station this side of the mississippi so i love this album i don't know i mean this song's great there's too much to get into it's yeah. literally after midnight just <laughs> i mean and nope and points to you <laughs> points to you but <laughs> i can't be here much longer this is my house <laughs> so yeah, I, I, it's it's an album that I've certainly, um, because of my changing religious views, mm. I think it was one of those where the next album was super religious, mm-hmm. and then the next one, and I, I still like them, I'm still interested, like we've talked about with bands that sing about this stuff. It is yep. what I'm interested in, but, but going back and getting to do little deep dives like this, mm. where I'm sort of have to or get to examine the lyrics more than I would where I would pick up on things and it's interesting and same with all their stuff, but they have a lot of albums and it's a lot to listen to. Sure. But it's a great, I, I, they're just not like anyone else I've ever gotten to listen to. And I think people that like them really like them. Like I went to see them one time and a friend showed up and I found out she was also a big fan of them. So we spent the whole show hanging out and getting, and then, I was there to see them in another band they were opening for. So then I was like, well, you'll probably like this band too. Like mm-hmm. they they kind of bridge a gap, I think, through a lot of people that are into different types of music. Yeah. Because I, I can't think of anyone that sounds specifically like them or kind of goes through a number of genres through even just like one song. Yeah. And still we're like their last album was really great. And then they just, they ended it. It's like, hey, man, that's the way to do it. I wonder if Lady Lamb likes Me Without Please You. Please ask. And when we were talking about like Paramore, how yeah. the way she writes lyrics, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that's a clever way to put that. I think listening, being a fan of a band like this, while you can certainly do it on your own, but it gives you sort of that like, hey, I can maybe take some writ, like a band that I love sings very uh, – like they do very creative things yeah. and I can be creative in these. Th- like I'm sure she takes some notes from that playbook, even though sure she's doing the stuff herself. Yeah. 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 But you know, you, you're, you're going with your, who inspires you. Yeah, of course. And well, musically, I think even with like some, some of the horns and like mm-hmm. the various time signatures and, and like movements it struck me as lady lamb esque, mm-hmm. And it made me think, and some of the, you know, the ideology behind the song, I was like, I should look that up. I didn't. 
But maybe next week, everybody. Um, and this is your brother's favorite band. This is my my brother's <laughs> sisters wife's brothers. No. Your brother's wife's brother's favorite, favorite band. band. One but of her favorite bands. Yeah. He likes them. I just, I don't want to speak for my brother oh, okay. mainly because I He's know he here. likes them. He'll kill you if you say otherwise. But <laughs> he likes them, but. I don't, I don't think it's as much as she, I, it was more gotcha. her brother really likes them. And I knew that they would have a copy of this album, <laughs> but look at him. He's happy He's too. Happy. He likes it too. Yeah. And we like, listened to this stuff sort of growing up. Growing up, sure. I mean, well, I, he had the cool older brother to I show him I would give the way. him the albums. Yeah. I'd say you probably would like Legend of Chin. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I like now I go back and I try to I'm like where is that shit? Where's all this shit? Like where is this? Where is this? Where's old gravity? I bought it for him. I'm like where is it? And he <laughs> flings it into the ocean. <laughs> Your brother's a huge polluter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll post this photo online. <laughs> but they also said they were excited to hear your thoughts on the album. So there's a little added pressure. Oh, good. Because I told them what it was for. And I said, well, you're not going to, it's not going to come out for three months. They'll forget by then. Yeah. But hey, guys, uh, thanks for listening if you did. Um, well, Joey, what do you give this album? Should we rate it? Yeah. Um, man, I gave... This is going to be... I think I gave it a nine and a half. I've listened to it so many times, and it made me go back and even listen to the ones that... Uh, like when I had... I, I felt I, like, uh, like lots of bands. They put out a number of stuff, and it's just like I don't find the time to listen to it mm. as much. And so I'll like an album and not, but it's given me time to revisit some of their later stuff and be excited about it. And I listen to this album a lot the past couple of weeks, which sometimes I'm like, I, I know the album, it's good. I don't really need to dig into it, but there's so yeah. much there. And every song, I don't, there's not one song that I skip. I give it a nine and a half. Yeah. Out of 10, of course. Yeah. Landon, I passed the baton to you. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't think I would skip any song. There are songs I like better than others, but there's nothing Mm -hmm. worthy of skipping because again, it is kind of all of a piece Mm -hmm. uh, that, that kind of demands to be listened through. Yeah. Like you wouldn't just pick one of these songs to put on. That's the thing. Musically, they all go, it's just like, it hits something. Yeah. I just love this the sound of that's like with their the song Julia on their new album parentheses or holy to the lord on the bells of horses I believe is the entire title Master just Stalker. the just the way it sounds is like incredible just the people can do that can make you feel something yeah in this world where nothing much does <laughs> I'm excited to check that out <laughs> I give this now it's not it is a little not something I would listen to probably every day type thing. Yeah. Um, but it is so good. I give it, I give it an eight point five. That's pretty good. Pretty good. It's just you know, and I I think probably if I had even more time with it, it'd probably go up. Like you're saying, but I like it with all their stuff. I there is sort of a density to it where a new yeah. album comes out, and I'm like. There are bands where I'm like, cool, and mm-hmm. I'll throw it on and I'll listen to it. You this is like, that. I have to listen to it. Yeah. Which is good. We should, 
you should do that, that from some music and it's yeah, not absolutely. for everything, but I, I, you should be happy that people are out there doing this. And if you're not, yeah. may God have mercy on your soul. And I give you no points. <laughs> um, and then it does pass the test that I always also kind of have where if I was at a festival and walked by the mm-hmm. tent and I heard that I'd stick around and I'd go to the merch table afterward. Maybe someday we'll have that when they play, I don't know, that Las Vegas festival in a couple years. Yeah. What's it called? God's Not Dead or Emo's <laughs> Your Dad. What is it? Emo's Not Dead. Shit. You little <laughs> nostalgia. Oh, yes. Nostalgia obsessed weirdos. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we like cute is what we aim for? Sure. <laughs> Go to the festival. I don't give a shit. And I know we're doing a podcast about the music that we mostly just liked when we were in middle school. That well, we still yeah, I got to. a lot of new stuff, but I'm trying to... I wasn't expecting to bring this up yet. Hey, well, that's great that you did because what I'm picking for next week is something that I probably wasn't going to... or Ever? Let, let me say this. Okay, sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> It's by an artist that I've just found within the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. He is Christian, a very Christian, I would say, to the point that I was like, I specifically this album, I was like, I probably won't ever bring this. But it has one of my favorite songs probably of all time on it. Okay. So I was like, his other, he had a band in the early 2010s mm-hmm. he was in a band called lonely forest that is also okay. good have you heard them they were great and i've only retroactively discovered I them think so which is awesome to get like bonus material bonus material and it's like cool like pop rock stuff mm-hmm. but it's not it's not as religious i don't think it's religious at all in fact that's kind of part of his thing but anyway um then no idea <laughs> i found <laughs> i found just recommended to me uh-huh. by a, whatever music app i was on this guy's third self-titled album or not self-titled a uh, solo album i guess uh-huh. you'd say and it's great it's awesome and that's probably the one I should pick because mm-hmm. it'd be more up your alley and it's shorter and it's just like mostly just fast pop rock songs Mm -hmm. that are awesome and i have the album and i could put it on the table but i'm going to pick because this is so religious and so dense the fourth Mm -hmm. i am origami part four marathon days by mr john van dusen (laughs) yes is he in a is he in a What's that? There's like a. Is he in He's that in group? Telephone friends. That's it. Yeah. It's like four guys from Liverpool right? that are <laughs> that are all sort of this. Yeah, it's like four guys that are all sort of this. They all play in the same sandbox. They play in the same sandbox, and they got together and said, "Let's make funny songs." They all play in each other's backyard, to use a phrase that I heard someone use a couple times the other day. Okay, it wasn't me. I don't know why he's saying it like that. But I did. I saw you share something about that band too, and I knew that one of them. There's some connections with other bands, and 
Yeah, that was just kind of a fun little also bonus material because mm-hmm. they just did that recently. And I was like, hey, I know these other guys too. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And that album's really good. Well, but this, you'll have to wade through a couple a couple worshipy songs. Yeah, you do love the 55 and up minute albums. <laughs> I know, but uh, you don't have to listen to it too much. John Van Dusen, <laughs> I Am, Origami Part 4, Marathon Days. And like I said, one of these songs is one of my favorite songs probably of all time. Wow. So I'll be interested to see you. 15 songs. I've got a, I've, I'm, I have a pretty miss, hit to miss ratio, pretty big uh, <laughs> one out of 15. Nah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's the only good one on the album. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I can't wait to check out John Van Dusen and then we'll. Should we just do the third? The other one's like 30 minutes. I don't care. I did lady. I don't, I listen to music. Why do you want to listen to this one instead of the other one, did you say? Well, just because it has that song on it's, there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got some stuff in common with, uh, like, uh, ideas in common yeah, with this. Yeah, the stuff that I don't like about this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll We'll listen to this one. If this is the one you want, that's the one we get. Yeah. God, I kind of feel like you're mad about it. Folks, thanks for listening. Check us out. Go to... Uh, What's our show called? Earbuds Podcast on Instagram I, at this point. I'll have that figured out. Okay. Check us out on the stuff. Leave and rate and review it even for us to be doing. And we hope that you like us, our Venn diagram of different tastes mm. and taste different Venn diagrams. And until next week, peace and love. Each week we listen to an album, here's our mind Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or praise each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is earbuds